0: This episode is brought to you by Set for Life Insurance. Listen, docs, one of the first steps we took to pay off our student loan debt was realizing we paid way too much for our disability insurance. That all changed when we found Set for Life Insurance. They helped us with a customized insurance policy that met our needs and most of all, budget. To learn more, check out setforlifeinsurance.com.
1: Welcome to Doc's Outside the Box Podcast. This is your official show, looking inside the minds of cutting-edge and innovative doctors. Think you'll find these stories in any medical textbook? Sorry. You're getting real-life insight from men and women pushing the envelope beyond medicine. Ordinary doctors doing extraordinary things. Let's start now with your host, Dr. Nee Darko. All right everyone,
0: welcome back. This is Dr. Nee and Dr. Renee. So, this is going to be update. I don't even know what update this is, but it's been close to a year since I did an update where I annual let people update. No, it's not an annual update, but it's an update where I tell people, "Listen, this is what the direction of the show is going. I want to change things up or this is what you should expect." But I think people have been starting to pick up on the change with the show, at least with the content that's been coming out recently. How so? Well, I think obviously, you know, over the past several weeks, the way in which I'm interviewing people has changed. The content in which we're interviewing people and obviously jumping into more topics outside the box has really been something that I've really been interested in doing. I think the whole concept of just interviewing said doctor who's doing something non traditional and just featuring them on the show, that story has been told. Actually, I'm not really interested in that type of story anymore. I think we've kind of, said that already. We're beyond that. We're beyond that. It's above me now. It's above me now. It's above me now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I just want to kind of go below the surface, so to speak, and have deeper conversations, challenge myself, challenge my guests more, Mm -hmm. and really kind of push the envelope on what doctors normally talk about. Absolutely. So after some time, I finally came up with almost like a reboot of the show based off of three important things. And although the people who've written me or given me feedback, they haven't picked up on that specifically. They say, oh, I can see that you've changed things a little bit. Right. But first of all, I just want to apologize, everybody. For the last two episodes, the microphone, my audio was... What happened, dude? Yo, my bad, yo. I don't know. Something happened with Zoom where it like, I don't know what happened, but basically it just converted my audio from my microphone to the laptop audio but at least the guests their audio was good so
2: <laughs> <laughs> that has made all the
0: difference yeah yeah so my bad everyone for that but it happens it happens and the show must go on the show must go content on content is king mhm i just want people to know that in terms of the direction of the show we're really going to be focusing on three things the 3ms as you've helped me kind of mm-hmm. center it on so the 3ms are going to be Money, mindset, and mission. Yeah. All okay, right, I'm going to say it again. Money, mindset, and mission. Mindset. Okay. Let me say that again. Money, mindset and, mindset, and mission. Let me say that again. Ready? Okay, we're done. Money, <laughs> mindset, and mission. Give me a back beep. Money, mindset, and mission. <laughs> <laughs> we are
2: not cutting any record deals anytime soon. We got
0: to make a music out of anything, right? But yeah, so those are the three concepts that we want the show to focus on, right? Whether it's just me and you chatting to if I bring a guest on, that is what we really want to center on. So with money, we are going to be covering everything from personal finance. Should you pay off your student loans off early or should you wait and pay them off according to the schedule that the student loan company gives you? How do you get involved in investing? How do you really make some sophisticated decisions like getting into syndications and doing real estate, obviously what I mentioned before, but also maybe, I don't know, doing something that is outside of the box with your money. Right. Right. So just really getting, the word I want to use is really intentional with your money. Yeah. Making your money work for you. Right. So that's one concept.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of docs will appreciate that. I think a lot of docs now are starting to realize that medicine certainly is a passion, but it's not the only passion. So I think they'll appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And that's important. But I think what ends up happening is, is like, are we really speaking? And that's who I want to speak to. I want to speak to those people who are in residency, those who are really like in the first five years of coming out as attendings, right? You don't get anything that tells you this is what you should do with your money when you come Mm -hmm. out most of us just know, okay, we're going to be making a significant amount of money. Let me get the things that I've been delaying for a significant period of time. And then whatever is left over, I'll just save. Right. But even if you did that, let's say you were smart about your money. You were able to get a really nice car or a really nice house and you still were able to really make smart decisions or have the money to make smart decisions. Who's going to teach you about budgeting? Who's going to teach you about investing? How do you know which accounts to invest in? How do you know to get the proper house? Right? Right? Maybe the first house that you get shouldn't be like a huge personal private residence, but maybe you should get a duplex and live on one side and let someone else rent the other. Mm-hmm. Things like that, I want to start introducing to the listeners. Yeah. That's what I mean by being intentional of money. Mm-hmm. The second concept is mindset, right? And that basically is everything that is encompassing the concept of the growth mindset or the growth mindset. Right.
2: (laughs) The growth mindset or the growth mindset. Did I say that twice? Yes. My bad. My bad.
0: (laughs) My bad. My bad. bad. (laughs) But you get what I mean, right? (laughs) Yes. You get what I mean, which is, you know, the concept of can do, right? I can do anything, basically, or whatever obstacles or whatever seems really difficult, that's okay. I'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. In
2: other words, so, you know, there's a fixed mindset, there's the growth mindset, and there's a spectrum. (laughs) Right. I kind of talk about that on my podcast.
0: <laughs> don't try to plug it. I don't allow that on my show. You see, your audience, y'all saw how she tried to plug it. I was looking at her. Don't you dare try to plug your show on my show. <laughs> Come
2: on over, everybody. No, pre-med only. Thank you. <laughs> so I kind of talk about, well, not kind of, I actually have a whole episode dedicated to that, but it's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And there's a spectrum and The growth mindset really says that if I put more effort into what it is that I'm doing, then I will improve. At the very least, I will improve. You may not necessarily be the best, but you can improve from where you are. Whereas the fixed mindset finds pretty much every excuse not to do that thing that you're thinking about. I couldn't possibly get a good score in the MCAT because you got to be really smart to do it. And it's like, okay, well, that's a fixed mindset because you've kind of put a roadblock in your way.
0: Right, or even trying to teach people to start a podcast. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't have time to start a podcast. Well, yeah. like, do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Do you drive home? Yeah, like you can record while you're driving home or you can record while you're in between cases or, I mean, there's just so many different ways that you can make it happen. Well, I can't get into real estate. It's like, well, why not? Well, I don't have enough money. Really? Do you know how much little you really need to get into real estate? Yeah. Like, these are just the things that I really want people to grasp because I actually think that that should even go before money is just the mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. Giving people these examples of all these different docs who've been able to just say, like, yeah, I can start my own business. And now it's a multi-million dollar business or, yeah, I started something that's completely 180 degrees opposite mm-hmm. than what I normally do. Right like I'm a family doc and now I own a locums doc where I employ a bunch of ER docs, but you don't do emergency medicine. Yeah, I know, but I understand medicine, right? right? I understand business. And I understand business, mm-hmm. right? These are the things that are important in life is just understand that, look, you are less than 1% of people in the world mm-hmm. who can understand very complex ideas, memorize complex ideas, yep. regurgitate it out for a test. Take care of people, Multiple tests. you know, be on call for 24 hours mm-hmm. at a time, maybe even longer. Operate, deal with litigation, deal with all these different things. And you mean to tell me that you can't understand how to start a podcast or right. you're too scared to jump into real estate or you're too scared to jump into social media. And the people who feel that way, I'm not saying it to berate you. I'm just saying right. that think about what you have already accomplished. Right. Think about and, what you can do, the mindset. Right. People are in awe of you already, but they don't understand that you may have some limiting beliefs. Yes you know, some limiting limiting beliefs, beliefs, them limiting beliefs, them beliefs though, limiting beliefs about something else that's completely different than what you're normally used to. Yeah.
2: You can do it guys.
0: When I have Vanessa Van Edwards on the show, she talked about imposter syndrome and she said the way to look at it is don't look at it as, well, everybody's looking at me and I'm going to get caught. Look at it as I'm leveling up. Mm -hmm. Right. If I look at it as I'm leveling up, then, yeah, there's going to be some uncomfort. Did I say it right? Discomfort or no, uncomfort?
2: discomfort. There's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when you started saying that, dude, man. Like... Well,
0: irregardless. Listen.
2: <laughs> irregardless. Listen.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I like that concept. That when you think about it as, well, rather than looking at it as everybody is paying attention to me and, and is waiting for the mistake that I'm going to make, right. why don't I just look at this as I'm leveling up? Uh hmm And there's going to be some fear. There's going to be some discomfort. But as long as I keep doing the right thing, I'm going to be all right. Yeah. So that's the second M, which is mindset, embracing a growth mindset. And then the third is mission. Yep. Right. Third is mission. And what I mean by that is all things related to giving people other than you who need a voice, who need a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. This could be humanitarian work. Going to places where people have less resources than you and providing an opportunity to level the playing field, so to speak, from a medical standpoint. There's social advocacy, mm-hmm. right? You can look at it in so many different ways. Speaking up for people who don't normally get a voice. Yeah. Being a quote unquote ally, which I think we're starting to figure out what that means really, really mm-hmm. mean. Basically using your platform for those who can't speak up for themselves. Right. That's what it's about. Yeah. I think the
2: mission part, hopefully that speaks to a lot of doctors, but the mission, I think, is kind of your incentive. It's the thing that actually pushes you to be outside the box. Whatever that mission is, whatever you're passionate about, whatever you feel is wrong with society that you would like to write, I think that could be your driving force as to why you change your mindset as to why you accumulate money as a resource to be able to do that thing, to do that mission.
0: Yeah. And I think the reason why I really want to focus on the residents and the young attendings is realistically, that mission is still fresh in them, Mm -hmm. right? It hasn't been, I don't want to use this word, but it hasn't been killed off yet. Right. Right. Whereas I think once you get to the middle portion of your career and definitely towards the end, you're jaded. Yep. For good reasons, for right reasons, right? I'm not going to say they don't have a reason to feel that way, but it's, it's as close to the reason why and embracing the reason why and taking action on the reason why you got into medicine on in the first place. So yeah, those are the three things. Money, mindset, and mission. Money, mindset, mission. Hey, money, Everybody. mindset, mission. There hey. you go. There you go. <laughs> so I think that's just been the thing that's been bothering me for some time. I know people have heard me talk about Wanting to kind of float away from just interviewing people about, okay, tell me about your great life. That's wonderful. Let's move on, right? To now, like, let's really get into the nitty gritty. Like, what did it take to start that business? Mm -hmm. Tell me about the no's that you had to go through. Tell me about what it's like to give up that guaranteed money being a doctor. And deciding that, Hey, maybe there's going to be several months where I'm not going to get guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Maybe I may be risking my license, right? Because I'm not taking or doing cases to really get what I really want. That's scary as F. That's scary. I mean, it is scary, but listen, we're
2: smart people. We are smart people. We can figure it out, you yeah. know? And I think any doctor would be able to figure out what the next step is. If you think about it, what do doctors do all day? We make decisions all day, every day. We make decisions. We make a call. We make a decision and
0: we act on it. That's what we do all day. It's weird because particularly in my job, right? People say, oh, trauma surgery must be very hard. I'm like, it's very difficult, Mm -hmm. right? There's stresses, emotional stresses, just scheduling physical stress, stresses. physical stresses that you put yourself through. Mm-hmm. But trauma surgery is very algorithm based. Right. If a happens, then do B. If B doesn't occur, then move to D. If mm-hmm. D doesn't occur, then move to Z. Like it's just, you do these things over and over and over again. And it's yeah. very regimented, right? So in terms of making decisions, it's very easy to make a decision. Sometimes there's some difficult decisions that you have to make and you him mm-hmm. and haw. But ultimately, you know that the best decision that you're going to make there's really not many options, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to my podcast, when it comes to anything business related.
2: Yeah, it's limitless. <laughs> right? There
0: are times when I'm just like, I don't know what decision to make. And I'll just procrastinate like crazy on mm-hmm. it, which is it's really interesting. Ultimately, I think the way how this is going to manifest to the listeners, for y'all who are listening is, it's going to take some time for the show to really catch up to what I'm talking about. What I mean by that is, I record so many episodes so far in advance. Sometimes I could be literally like close to four months ahead of schedule. Mm -hmm. So there are some old episodes that I need to work through that I'm not going to scrap because I think they're worth something, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to change them up. You're going to notice that there's going to be a change in the way in which I present those episodes to you. And then you'll start to see just fresh new content being dripped out over time to the point where we'll be completely focusing on the three M's money mindset. Mission, hey, right? It's <laughs> just like that. So, I really want to say, for my day ones, thank you so much for hanging with me since April of 2016. For all the new listeners who've come from various different areas, from social media to if you saw me on a different podcast, welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for jumping on and listening. This is a really strong community, and this is something that I really take seriously. I really want to make sure that I'm giving you guys something that you need. So. I'm really serious about this. I say this all the time now. Go to my homepage, drneedarko.com. Click on the right-hand side of the screen. There's a blue icon there that says, ask me a question. Leave me your feedback. Leave me what pisses you off. If Dr. Renee says something that really upsets you. which I will. which she will, you know. <laughs> tell us why she pissed you off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you can reach out to me at Nedarko on Instagram. So all the ways in which you could reach me before really hasn't changed. So I want to pivot real quick and I want to give props to people who are in my podcast course, particularly these two people. Recently, Three Friends Talk.
2: Oh, is that Dr. Sylvia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? Dr. Sylvia. Yeah.
0: Her crew, they are pharmacists. They went through my course. They Mm -hmm. were the second group of people to go through my course. And they actually are just finishing up their 40th episode. Oh, awesome. And they're doing it as a season, right? So it's their first season. I'm extremely proud of them. I actually think that it's harder when you have multiple people. So they're doing it as three friends, three people, three separate hosts, and they're in different time zones. And they talk about what it's like to win at the game of life with their careers and what it's like to be single, what it's like to be married, what it's like to have children. It's almost like sex in the city meets the real world, Mm -hmm, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a really good show. I highly encourage you all to take a listen to it and subscribe to it. I did their last episode with them, their 40th episode. I was really, really proud of them. I think the biggest thing that I took from that is just the biggest accomplishment that they felt proud of is not getting to 40, but actually I think they live like in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. One is in New Orleans, the other one is in Dallas, but they talk about how they'll go to different events or meet with different people. And they'll be like, yeah, I heard you on the show and you were talking about X, Y, and Z. And Girl, that was on point or, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't agree that with that. Feedback. It's that feedback, the ability to connect with people, right. which is really powerful. And that's the thing that I emphasize on my course mm-hmm. is the concept of building community, the ability for someone to listen to you. And relate to you. Relate to you and give yeah. you 45 minutes to an hour, maybe even more. Yeah. Just based off of your audio. Right. Off of your voice. It's really powerful.
2: Yeah. Oh, look at Dr. Nee. Helping people put out their own podcasts?
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if this is a proper segue, but I'm in the hospital. I do 24-hour shifts. But across the street is the office. They gave me an office that's right across the street. And I was walking from a case, going to the office so I can do some notes, drink some water, get something to eat. And I saw that this woman was going into the office building. She had like her hands full. So I went and I said, OK, I'm going to do my Good Samaritan thing and open the door. The problem is, is that I'm rocking these really cheap sneakers that I bought during COVID. Remember when like no other store but Walmart was was open, open. right? And there's these sneakers that I bought that are just... They're just all cloth. They're all cloth. And that plastic part that comes over the toe doesn't exist. Or it does, it's so thin. Yeah. Some of y'all may know where this is going. So I opened the door and the way how I opened the door... I don't think anybody knows where this is going. The door hit me right on my first toe but it hit it right at the juncture where my nail and like my toe occurs and that door just kept going and ripped like my nail almost completely off the nail bed. Ouch! (laughs) You literally could see brown and red underneath the sneaker and the sneaker's black. (laughs) Oh my god! And she's asking me, are you okay? And I'm like...
2: Carried her bags in the door.
0: <laughs> Yo, so I went upstairs. I took my shoe off. By the time I went upstairs and took my shoe off, oh my, my whole God. sock was drenched with blood. Blood. And oh, my toenail is like real flimsy and stuff. But it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. I have a case in like 20 minutes of lap coli, mm. which turned out to be horrible. But anyway, so the one thing that I had found out was that podiatry was on the floor right below me. So I went to them and I was like, "Hey, what do you guys think about this?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we can take it off. We can take it off for you right now." But I thought to myself, "I was like, well, if I take it off now, I got a case. I got a case, and then I still have to finish the rest of my 24 hour shift. It's probably going to get swollen. It's going to bleed, and all it's gonna these hurt. Different, it's going to hurt." So I said, "Look, I'll come back to clinic. When do you guys have clinic?" They said, "We have clinic the next day." So taped up my leg, taped up the nail, and everything. My next podcast student, Doctor T, who's got the mindset experience. He reached out to me because he had a couple of questions about just podcasting. So I was texting him and I was like, yeah, you know, you do X, you do Y and blah, blah. blah. And I told him I apologize because he sent me a question like hours before. And I was like, man, having a shitty day and X, Y and Z. This guy sends me the most positive text message (laughs) then follows up with the bomb ass speak pipe message. So he goes to the homepage, clicks on ask me a question and leaves me an amazing message. I'm going to let you guys hear it because I want to give it a little preview as to what his podcast is going to be about, okay? So check this out.
1: Dr. Knee. it's your friend, Dr. T from the Mindset Experience. Just wanted to check on you. Heard you had a rough morning. You stubbed your toe. You ripped off a toenail. Now you're having a really difficult call as a surgeon, seeing some really, really difficult cases. So I just wanted to reach out and I want to tell you I'm thinking about you. But also want to let you know that most doctors, they go into their calls, they dread it. They know it's going to be tough. They can't wait to, for it to be over. And that's the way the average mind works. So you can think about being average or you can be exceptional. That means coming in, looking for opportunities to grow, opportunities to be better. The tougher the cases, the better you become as a surgeon. The more difficult the outcome, the better you become communicating to families about what you did and how they can support you working as a team. These are the opportunities to get better. So you can focus on the things you can't control or you can control the controllables, your effort, your attitude, and you'll have great outcomes. And when you come home, you'll be post-call. You get to tell your family all about it. The tougher the cases, the more they are, the cooler the stories. You'll get to tell your son about what daddy did at work, how he helped so many people, how he saved so many lives. So listen, I know call sucks. You can dread it or you can embrace that suck. Embrace it, have an awesome experience, an awesome call. Look for opportunities to get better and have a great experience. And guess what? You'll be post-call soon enough. You'll be able to enjoy that time with your family and relax and know that you did some great things. Look forward to talking to you.
0: Yeah, that's that's Dr. T. Oh. He's all about giving uplifting messages. He is a former NCAA division one wrestler. Wow. Oh yeah. His family's from Iran. So he's Iranian American and he shares a story about what it's like to pay that tax. Mm-hmm. You know, your family comes here and you're first generation and what it's like to you only have so many choices of what you can do career-wise because you gotta pay that tax. Right, right. And then he did his psychiatry at Johns Hopkins. Okay. So now he like talks about emotions. He talks about the physiology behind making decisions and how people succeed and achieve success. And he has helped a slew of athletes with this. So his show is going to be focused on the mindset. No wonder he sent you that message. Oh, yeah.
1: Right? Oh, yeah, That's absolutely.
0: The stick, absolutely. Right. So he just started, though. He's on episode two right now. By the time me and you are recording this, mm-hmm. by the time this goes out, he may even be further ahead. So I just want to say I'm proud of him for getting through and starting, also. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. yeah, 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 yeah. So, last but not least, though, is one thing that I wanted to talk to you about is with what's been going on over the last several weeks, and obviously with what's going on just overall with podcasting, vlogging. It's pretty clear that businesses are starting to realize that there's a lot of value in Mm -hmm. podcasting. Yep. And what I found out is a lot of doctors who have a lot of influence on social media, they've been asked to start their own podcast or a company will start their podcast for them. Mm -hmm. And I've been really going on social media, telling people, look, you need to be really careful about these type of relationships because... The most important thing with a podcast, even when you do a vlog or even a blog, the most important thing or the most valuable thing is you. You are the content. You are the IP. You are Mm -hmm. the intellectual product. You have to protect yourself. You know, if a company, if a university says, hey, we want to start a podcast on you based off of X, Y, and Z, and don't worry, we'll give you the equipment. We'll give you the name. We'll you know, start Lipson hosting account for you and all these different things. You got to be really wary about that relationship and have the wherewithal to say, you know what, let's hold off. Or if we're going to move forward, I'd like to create the name. I'd like to be in charge of the media hosting. I'd like to control my own feed so that yes, it's my show and it's going to be my voice. And yeah, you may want to provide X, Y, and Z, but just let's not get it twisted. It's really, the people are tuning in for me.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think... Certainly the power is in the negotiation, right? The deal is made up front. But you want to make sure that everything that you're doing, that you think about all of the potential possibilities and pitfalls that can come with that type of relationship. It's not that that type of relationship is necessarily a bad one, but it certainly can go south if you don't negotiate the things
0: that you actually want. So, like you said. But it's not even just what you want. You just need to know how this can go south, right? Like, we're not going to say who, but we just talked about it. Mm -hmm. Someone who I told specifically, your podcast is really great. He's worried because he wasn't getting the downloads that he wanted to get. But I told him it was just a matter of time Time. before your podcast takes off because the things that he's talking about, he was ahead of his time Mm -hmm. with the concept that he was talking about. And it just, needed a right societal moment before. Mm -hmm. Now his podcast is very valuable. Yep. Right. And now a certain university has decided, hey, why don't we give you more academic time to work on a podcast? Mm -hmm. But in exchange, we will change the name of your podcast. We'll own it, basically. We'll have a word or we'll have some say in who you interview. And Mm -hmm. we'd like you to start interviewing more university officials. Basically, we're going to own your podcast Mm -hmm. and we want the podcast to change from what you wanted it to be to basically becoming a billboard for the university. Yeah, exactly. So basically just killing his entire thought process and where he wants the show to go and letting the hospital take over just for academic time to say that I podcast more. Right. Did they offer him
2: a dollar figure?
0: I didn't get that far into it, but I do know that they offered all of these different things. And it's happening, people. Like, this is not something that we're just making up. Mm -hmm. It's happening to people who aren't physicians. So there's a podcast that I listen to. I think it's called The Nod. It was on Wondery, and then Wondery got bought out by Spotify. Mm -hmm. But basically, they had this very popular podcast where they're talking about everything for the culture, everything within Black culture in terms of music, movies, movies, Whatever it may be, they were mm-hmm. talking about it. And it was produced by the New York Times mm. in conjunction with Wondery. Well, anyway, they wanted to create some merchandise. They wanted to do it almost like a summit, so to speak. Right. And Spotify was like, yeah, not going to be able to do it. We own the rights to this. This is our thing. It's is our joint. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like pulled the depot on them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they were like, stop tripping. Pops and them said, we want to start a summit. Oh, we want to sell some t-shirts. You know, Pops be tripping, man. He going to <laughs> cry in the car. Spotify was like, what feed? <laughs> what IP? This is my IP, right? <laughs> and we say that in jest, but it's the truth. It's happening right now. So for all of you out there right now, if you get asked to create something like this, if someone asks you to create a podcast, just remember how powerful your voice is. Yeah. And just remember through. that people really are listening for what you are bringing, your personalities, the quirks. People are not looking for you to be a TED Talker, right? <laughs> they just want to listen to who you are, right? I'm not the best speaker, but, you know. Here you are. Here I am. Here you are. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much it, everyone. This is update. I don't know what this is. I'm going to call this update 6.2. All right. <laughs> 6.28. 6.28. 6.28. 6.28F, excuse me, (laughs) (laughs) for zero F's given, right? And that's what we're doing. We're talking about the direction in which the show is going to go. Also giving props to Three Friends Talk. Make sure you subscribe to that, as well as the Mindset Experience by Dr. T. Just Just look up the Mindset Experience, and then you'll see it's hosted by Dr. T. Check that out. And then also just, you know, with what's going on nowadays, guys, just be really cognizant. Remember that you are the IP. You're the brand, baby. Make sure you own your name, own your brand, own your podcast. Yep. All right, guys, I'm going to catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.